It's important to mention at the outset of this podcast that unless you're somebody that's irrationally prone to being triggered, this show will require no trigger warnings as it will grant no quarter to any hateful ideas or oversensitivities. Please click to subscribe or hit the like button if you enjoy the podcast. Leave a comment in the comment section below if you're interested in interacting with the show. Be sure to leave us a five-star review at Apple Podcast or wherever you found this podcast as it will truly help our show out. As always, we appreciate any and all the support we receive. Hello, welcome to the Rorschach Test, where we examine a particular image or a controversial topic in an attempt to understand how it has our culture so divided today. How one image or one topic can warrant two completely opposite reactions from two people in our society. Joining me to discuss this topic today is Curtis, I'm Trav, and you're listening to The Rorschach Show. Have you noticed that in recent years some of the lines defining what is obvious has been blurred? A photograph viewed by the masses of which two opposite narratives are contrived by two separate segments of the population. How can it be, that what seems completely obvious to one portion of society is the complete opposite to the other portion of the population? On this show we will take a look at some of the more infamous photographs that have divided the population, if only at first glance. We will dissect what makes this particular image so divisive. Much like a Rorschach test our first impressions of pictures in society are so diverse by implicated narrative versus visual aid objectionable reporting. Welcome to Rorschach. All right, we're live again. What's up, everybody? What's going on, Kurt? It's the holidays. You're on your holidays. I'm jacked up to be here. Jacked to be starting a week holidays. How long? You're a week. Fantastic. What do you got planned? Nothing. Not work. A little bit of Christmas time, a little bit of holidays, a little bit of family. Get into that magical spirit. Eating and drinking? Eating and drinking. Awesome. You know what we're talking about today while we're sitting down? I think we're going to find out. Fantastic. Let's fill everybody in. Who? The American and the Mexican population. Where? The United States southern border. When? Present day. What? Well, you've probably guessed it. Donald Trump's border wall. Why? Well, as usual, we're not so much interested in why the wall is or isn't going up. We're more interested in why we've chosen to divide so rigidly on the topic. Now, generally, when this comes up in conversation, when people are talking about the the border wall, the the southern border wall on the, the border of Mexico and the United States... They generally break into three different categories of opinion representation. And the, the, the three most common that I've noticed anyway are the people that say, one, enforcing the border and, and the, the laws at the border is, is basically evil. They think that gone with uh, Donald Trump's wall should also be the ICE agency, that they're just an instrument of uh, oppression as well. Anybody that's uh, fleeing anywhere for any reason deserves a place uh, if they've if they've made the the pilgrimage towards the states that they, they deserve a home there and everything that comes with it. Number two, the people that think it should be the government that's enforcing the border that should be one of their mandates. However, they do question the efficacy on the problem that the wall would constitute, as well as the erecting of a wall uh, through miles and miles of private property. The the challenges that that would create. And number three, the people that are willing to discuss immigration only when and if the wall is built. So, Kurt, do you agree with my premise? Do you have a category you could add, or do you fit into any of those? I would say there's... 
You're probably onto something there. Let me hear two and three again. So we'll just go real quick through them all. So number one is no, there shouldn't be any enforcement of of immigration. You know, it should be open borders essentially. And then number two is the people that say no, no, no. We should know who's in our country, but. Also, what are we talking about here? A wall going through private property? Like, there's a lot to discuss here. So number two is the people that say, we should enforce the border, but let's talk before we build a wall. And number three is the, a, lot of, a lot of Trump's base who is willing to talk about it only when and if the wall goes up. You know, the Ann Coulters, and, yeah. you know, they want a wall. Well, where do you stand? Where do you think I stand? I think you stand probably pretty firm. In? Option three. I'm not sure I do. Nice. I, 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 uh, Let's just talk about the wall. I don't even understand the premise of the wall. I mean, sorry, I don't understand past the premise. So, like, in theory, I get what the purpose well, of a wall is. But, like, this is the most cost-efficient method to this. Like, can't you go over a wall? Can't you go under a wall? Build it higher. <clears throat> build, it, so, like, what about a... I predict Apollo, somebody asked him that question. He said, build it out of flamethrowers. Yeah, well, like, <laughs> yeah, even that sounds better than just saying building a wall. Like, saying building a wall doesn't come across to me as the most intelligent... Well, don't you think that they could... Build, like, I'm not 100%, before we go any further, I'm not 100% in any of those categories right yet. I, I This is one of those ones that I'm, I could be fluid in or I could have not even made up my mind at all. But... Um, I would have suspected you were in that second category because I think I've even heard you maybe talk about it before and you weren't too sure of the uh, efficiency of the wall. Yeah. Like, and that seems to be the direction you're yeah. heading. Yeah, and probably too. Like, I think we need to know who's coming into the country, but is the wall the most effective way of doing that? I'm not sold on that. You think, what, more personnel? Uh, what is the cost of the wall? Just ballpark. I'm not sure. I don't, I don't have those numbers. So we're doing bro science here. Yeah, fair, fair. Uh, again, I I don't know what the answer would be, but you think a wall is silly on its nose? Like you think it would be too uh, cost um, heavy to build a wall? Yeah. You think yeah. it would be worth it just to keep letting the numbers of immigration filter through? I think also like I mean the masses seem to have said that as well, right? Like the walls are not built. Well, they're building it. They are currently building it. I know. It's just not. It's not built. These things take we time, especially it, when it's private ground property. Ground has been broken on this. Yo, oh, oh yeah, oh yeah, oh miles and miles and miles and miles. A legitimate wall, not a yeah, place. no, of legit barrier. No. Yeah, the boys taking sniper shots from Mexican cartels and stuff. Okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You can go on YouTube and watch tons of of the of the, and it's it's actually like a beautiful thing. Like if you watch all the excavators lined up, like yeah. there's like t like hundreds of them from the the images and the video that I had watched. So yeah, no, they've definitely broken ground. There was already a ton of, to, to my understanding, there was a ton of fence already built. Yeah. Beforehand, it was just a matter of connecting to other spots, and I I think a barricaded like I mean. Anybody who's judging the efficiency of the wall at first glance, to me, it's like, we, we do trust walls. We all have walls. This is an easy one. Like, of course, in, in lieu of actual a guy standing there with a gun saying, hey, go to a proper port of entry. No, I'd rather have the wall. It's, pretty, it's, it's a lot easier to see people breaking into your country when they're falling off the wall as opposed to when they just walk over the border and say, oh, no, no, I came here uh, legally. Yeah. You know what I mean? And... And one of the issues that I think that raises, like, you know, when people try and push you back on your idea of, hey, who's going to pay for all of this stuff? 
Well, there is a cost that comes, you know, there's a reason everyone's coming to the United States and it's not just because of the, the, the weather. They're honestly, they're coming there. Somebody, a famous person once said, I can't remember who it is right now, but a famous person, a famous quote was, you can either have open borders or you can have a welfare state, but you can't have both. So for instance, Japan (laughs) doesn't have a welfare state. They let in 64 immigrants last year. Yeah. Because they're not, nobody's going to come immigrate there and then just get on the dole, right? It's the, the handout. Like if you looked up some of the numbers on even the the what did Trudeau call all the people that were just illegally entering the country? He refused to call them illegal immigrants. Probably he called, called them gentlemen. He called them irregular refugees. Oh sure, they're irregular refugees, and just the irregular refugees are on track to cost the Canadian government three hundred and forty million dollars in the last year. Those are some staggering. That's not that's not the cost of immigration or the money that's been put aside for immigration. That's for the irregular refugees you know yeah 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 we should reference we are a couple boys from canada right now talking about this oh yeah as always anybody who's listening along uh we're we're two canadians discussing this so take it with a a grain of salt or maple syrup whichever way you want so i mean we should talk about immigration in and itself where do you lie on that oh i'm down with immigration if if it's done legally right yeah, no, yeah, just, yeah, okay. there has to be law and order, you know, and, and especially when you can see that the, the burden on the system of the taxpayer is so um, serious and it's not, it's not easing at all. And, and it's even scarier that the second that we start to not push even back on it, just raise our hand and ask a question. You're the racist Right, we've mm-hmm. we've seen a million times now over the last decade. It's like don't even ask. Even to our, it's like anybody who would argue that you know, many people would say, oh well, that's just somebody on the the fringe. They don't know what they're talking about if they're going to call you racist when you have a question. Uh, no, I've seen online when people have went up to Justin Trudeau and said, hey, 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 who's going to pay for all of this stuff? We have our own problems, and he and this woman in particular, it was at, I think an outdoor uh, liberal rally. And she was saying that. Farmers field. Yeah, that's right. And she was saying, who's paying for all this? And he said, you're you're racist. We have no room in our country for racists and blah, blah, blah. That's the leader, the head person in our country that's saying that. Not to mention that he fights for the rights more of the ex-ISIS fighters that want to come back than for the people here, right? Andrew Scheer, the leader, I believe it was Andrew Scheer. I could be wrong, but I think the leader of the opposition pressed him on it and said, well, like, what are you talking about? We're not trying to bring back ex-ISIS fighters and give them a new life in Canada. Yeah. Are you crazy? You've already paid off, what's his name, $10 million. The, the, uh, the Yeah, Omar Cotter or whatever. Like, you don't think that was bad enough, and now you're going to say, no, no, we're going to continue to bring back uh, Islamic extremist fighters that have left our country mm-hmm. to go and fight our allies, and we're just going to bring them back? Well, what did he say? Don't be Islamophobic. That's what Trudeau said in response to the questioning. So we're getting off track. We got to bring it back. We got to bring it back to the border issue. Right. So what are there? You're more interested or you're more concerned about the efficiency of all the data. Like what is the data? How many people are walking? A million a year. And they're just walking across the border. Is that what it is? Yeah. Just walk across the border. Like, you could get even deeper than just some right-wing propaganda, and they'd be saying, you know, 
uh, I, I can't remember if it was one in three pe- uh, women get raped on the journey over. Like a lot of them are coyotes smuggling them over. Okay. Like there's a whole, do you want to talk about human trafficking? Well, the human trafficking that goes across the Mexican desert across into the United States must is out of control, right? What do you think about the people in that first category? Like what, what would bring them to think that? Why, why do they think that having open borders, are they virtuous? Are they, is it the optics that they don't, is it the symbolism? You can't put a wall up that gives a bad signal to like. Is there really a, that first category that are saying open borders to that degree? In the United States, well, I think here too, but in the United States is especially because you, you look at the first democratic debate in the United States, they did it in Spanish. All the questions were in Spanish. Isn't that bonkers? Anyways, forget that. Go to the next debate. The next debate, I believe, they, they, they said, raise your hand to the, like 12, I can't remember, 15 Democratic um, candidates on stage. And the moderator said, raise your hand if you're, if, if you're willing, to, if, you're, if you're planning to go forward with um, paying for the health care for illegal immigrants. Every, not one, had the, the, the balls to, to say, what, are you crazy? That's out of control. What, everybody from everywhere is going to come here. If we're going to pay for the illegals that cross the borders health care, everyone on that stage raised their hand. So everyone, every one of the leaders that want to be the head left, uh, left-wing leader in the United States, every one of them, 100% of them, are in the first category of, of the majorist uh, party in the United States, the Democratic Party. And not one of them would say, no, I, I, I definitely think it's their human right to have it. Right. So, without a doubt. But I just want to know, are they evil? <laughs> because the, it, they, some of them got to be smart and say, look, this is going to crash. Yeah. Like, there's no way you could be that bleeding. This is just me talking now. You could disagree with me mm. 100%. But is there anyone that's that bleeding heart to think, I don't care what debt goes up. Like, our foreigners are so, they're way more important than the money that my kids are going to have to pay back all of this with. Like all that debt is going to go on to our kids and their kids and their kids. It's just going to pile up. So right now, yeah, well, they're fleeing, blah, blah, blah. They're fleeing this. They're Mm -hmm. fleeing that. Well, okay, but where does it stop? Like I'm all about, I'm all about these liberal policies if it's sustainable. But if it's not sustainable, why can't we talk about it? You know, and I, I shouldn't even said, are they evil? Because so, I think so much of the left-right thing is them thinking the other side is evil. We should, try, we should be trying to find common ground. We should be looking at this situation and saying, okay, why do they see it that way? Can they not see that flooding the borders, although it'll give you a whole bunch of votes, it's going to create a humongous problem, especially when we think back like 15 years, 10, 15 years. It was normal to vet who was coming into your country. That was rational. That was sure. reasonable. Yeah. That, there was nothing inhumane about that because guess what? We protect ours. That, that what didn't used to be a, a pejorative. It's now, uh, that's a negative now. If, if, if you would rather someone else not bring the culture that they're fleeing into your country and just say run rampant with that culture, back in the day, like not back in the day, 10, 15 years ago, it would be, okay, you're fleeing that, you're denouncing that citizenship, okay, we'll sponsor you in. You will you will give us a, a commitment on trying to learn the language. You will do the best you can to integrate into our society. But none of that's happening now. And if you even thought about pushing that subject, what happens? You're the racist. 
You're just here to pay for it, essentially, at that point. Don't ask any questions. Just pay for it. And when you can't pay for it, your kids pay for it, right? You have a whole bunch of other cultures. Don't dare tell them to assimilate because that's a negative thing, right? God forbid anybody assimilates. Bring in your cultures that you've apparently fleed from and, and just go ahead and start practicing them right here. Like somewhere along the lines that shifted, that window, it just, it just kept moving a little bit, moving a little bit to the point that it's like, wait, we can't ask any questions about anything. We just paid off a, a terrorist $10 million. It's like the things get wackier and wackier. And, and smart, hardworking, rational people like yourself, like myself, we're too busy. We're going to work. We don't, we don't keep an eye on these things. We elect leaders to keep an eye on these things, right? And if they're not telling us the right things, then how are we supposed to be making decisions? And, and it, in the States, largely, you see how the, the media portrays it, right? They seem to find their own um, narrative to draw in, in the States, as far as race is concerned anyways. The, the left wing seems to run the, the media, and they've been telling they've been telling white people for the last 10 15 years it's like well you're you're going to be the um first of all we you can't be racist towards white people because that white people are the racist ones how does people not see that that's racist right and then forget that that's on monday on tuesday there's a column out that says white people you're going to be the minority soon ha ha where you're going to see how fun that is it's like, what are we talking about? On Monday, you told me that you can't be racist towards us. And on Tuesday, you told us we're going to be a minority. How do you not think that that's going to fire people up? And I don't think that people should divide into race. Yeah. I think that's crazy. I think that people should be united in a direction. It shouldn't be a whole bunch of cultures just go in and fight it out on whose culture is the best. Oh, wait, except white guys, handicap yourself. If you even say that anything about ra racial... Uh, characteristics you're racist but everyone else black power blah 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 and it's easy you can't be racist towards white people and then on day two tell them hey guess what you're going to be the minority well you've just dehumanized them for so long and then you've put them in the minority right people are going to get their backs up about that stuff i think the media is 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 complicit in in the divide in the in the rorschach that people think you know we all have friends that that say, oh, Trump's such a racist, and, and a Republican, the conservatives are such racists. Yeah. We've talked only... about that before. You really don't know what to believe. Yeah, right. Right? So if you're only less getting and information less. from one spot or from consistently the same spot... It's up to you to go out and see. Yes, 100%. Do not sit in your echo chambers. 100%. And you can do that on both sides. Yeah. So the Rorschach is real. Yeah. You, the, the divide on is... On this topic especially... Yeah. Oh, 100%. 100%. Yeah, there's no question about Just Trump it. Trump in himself or in itself is difficult to know whether he's doing a good job or not. In what sense? Media, right? I mean, Right. Yeah, he could cure cancer tomorrow and they're going to say, well, yeah. well, well, why didn't you do it sooner? Right. Right. He could cure every, every cancer yeah. tomorrow and every war. And the left, who used to be, I know I'm kind of being hard on the left right now, but I'll trust me, I'll bring it back. I'll bring it back. But... The left, who used to be anti-war, is pissed at Trump for trying to end wars. Are we in clown world? What right. it really is going on here. So, and that's the point, that it is difficult to know who to believe or what to believe when things are slanted. Yeah, yeah, 100%. And, and there's a whole other topic you could talk about, but the, the academic world, right? It's 100%, not 100%, it's slanted to the highest majority, to the left-leaning thinkers, to the... 
to the Marxist to, you know, and so what happens to all those students when they get indoctrinated? They come out and they join HR departments and they join, um, nothing wrong with a good HR department. But what I'm saying is they come out and they start making policy in the real world. Yes. When they've been coddled and given these ideas, they, they, education is upstream from the, from the real world, from the labor market. So whatever happens and comes out of the education world is going to be implemented into the, the public society, into the culture, right? Mm-hmm. All right, so you mentioned Trump. I was thinking today on the drive, what if it was Obama's wall? Yeah. Does uh, that change everything? I mean, I don't know for sure. but It does, doesn't it? Yeah, I think. If Obama comes out and says, so we have a, a problem here and it needs to be solved. I think if we were to build a wall, it would get <laughs> everybody who's on the border uh, a lot more security and safety. And not only that, we're willing to pay the whole way from coast to coast. I think all you're going to, he's going to get a Nobel Peace Prize for defending his, his people and caring so much about everybody at the border. But because it's Trump, again, back to the, to the orange man bad, back to, hey, I just, I just cured cancer or I just let out 100,000 people out of prison for weed or you name it. It's like, that's not good enough. That's not good enough. That's not good enough. So, is the catalyst Trump? Is it Trump's wall that, that, that divides us? Is that the Rorschach? Do you what, think it's his demeanor? Uh, the, the, I, you th- do I think the demeanor is what leads to the bigger issue? No, I think that, I think that the media has created such a, uh, a Hitler out of him, such a, a dictator out of him, that that's what people don't like. He's as upfront. And honest as they come in the sense that he's not changing who he is for anybody. Mm. You know? That's who I'd rather have is somebody who's not changing who they are. And what is Mexico's take on the wall? Hard to say. I, I, it's hard to say. I've, I heard a guy on Rogan's podcast who was always at war with the cartels. He's, a, I think, a Mexican police officer, a federal police officer in Mexico. He's, he's retired now, but they had a great episode with him. And he was saying, well, I can't really say the wall, but remember when all those um, caravans were coming up from Honduras and everything? Yeah. And Mexico was kind of giving them, like, a uh, free pass to come through and walk up to the American border. Yeah. Well, he said that all those caravans had left so much, like, trash and litter and you know stuff left over just in the streets water bottles and garbage everywhere that all of the mexicans and a lot of the mexicans are pretty conservative like a lot of mexicans don't love gay stuff like you know what i mean like a lot of mexican culture is macho yeah okay you know what i mean it's it's just macho you think of roberto duran i know he's not mexican but you think of that the the uh, caesar chavez just made of stone they're, yeah, they're a yeah. macho culture right and that comes from a conservative society yeah. at least somewhat anyway so he was saying uh, mexico a lot of mexico is more conservative than you think like yeah the 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 cartels are out of control and everything but there's a lot of good farmers good workers that are you know they just want to raise their family they have five ten kids like they're just they're family men you know mm. all right I wanted to ask you about the lot the the infamous lottery question. You've heard it said a thousand times, I'm sure. Let me hear it again. Just by being born here, by virtue of being born yeah, here, yeah, we, yeah, we yeah, hit yeah. the lottery. Yeah. I agree with that. Yeah. 
Don't get me. I agree with that. I think you have to agree with that, right? I don't know. You don't have to because a lot of people don't. What's what's the stance? Because I was going to say that to you as well. Like, I mean, there is a a part of it where it's like we just ended up on the right side of the wall. No. Well, but we buy into what happens here. Yes. Uh, Yes. Yeah, but there's so much more to that aspect of it, right? Like. We buy in because we're capable of buying in. We live in a free society that allows us to do that. And we get everything that goes along with living here. Because we buy in and we create the system. So my question is, onward from that, mm-hmm. is our obligation to foreigners who who have land, just like we do, they're, they're welcome to get aid from us, which they do. Yeah. But they're welcome to get that, but they want the welfare state. So that's what they're coming for. Well, what's the other term? Is it, There's no... I'm not even going to forget it. Because I was going to say... I don't even want to go there. But there, in the, I, for anybody who's listening, I was going to say... I, and I don't stand behind this. But in the sense... Just, just in the symbolism of saying so... If you don't drop sugar, you're not going to have ants. Right? Meaning... If you don't just hand everything out, you're not going to get people coming and begging you for stuff, mm-hmm. right? If you if you set the tone, it doesn't mean you hate anybody. We don't put up walls because we hate everybody outside. We put up walls because we love everybody inside. So in that vein... Whose line is that? I don't know. Okay. Um, probably like a thousand politicians. Yeah, right, right. Um, so in that vein, are we obligated to the foreigner that we don't know, the ideology that has been smashed down our throat by all costs at any cost, or is our obligation to the people who buy in, who are here, who have done it, uh, who have followed the law to the letter of the law to get here or to stay here and be part of our experiment? Do we go back to our obligation being us, at least until we figure out how much money it's costing our kids? Yeah. How, you know, how sustainable it is. Yeah. You know, your your country is being just swamped with immigration if there's no checks and balance on the border. Yeah. If there's no, if there's no way of like, monitoring. monitoring it. Yeah. 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 The, that's a difficult, what do you say? You can wrestle with both sides. Yeah. I mean, it's you can probably with both somewhere sides. down the middle-ish. Which is why I don't, I don't think know. that. I don't think you do away with welfare, but I do think you lean more on charity in that idea because yeah. I'm not going to be guilty because the system that I partake in has created a, a law and order society that we all appreciate, open markets for the most part, where we can all get in, in, into the game and we have a somewhat of a democracy where everyone at least has a voice. Um, I just read an article where Trump is looking to, I think it's actually happening, going to cut, I don't know if it's welfare, but food stamps. Yeah, the Food Stamp Act. And because uh, there's been research done that shows if you don't have it, then you're going to work towards getting it. So It's I mean, a pretty easy one. Yeah, if, you, if you, this isn't being handed out to you, then you're more likely to go and get it sorted out and do whatever you need to do to get on your feet. Especially since they have a whole bunch of jobs unfulfilled. Like Right, that, that was the concluding point in that yeah. article that I had read. Is it because there is more demand than what's We have filled. jobs yes, here. the demand is not being filled. Yeah, like, yeah, in the future, especially when you're thinking about... Um, 
the the artificial robot yeah exactly doing all the work then you do have to start thinking hey we are going to have to find a, a somewhat of a financial system to, as a safety net to help everybody but the answer isn't welfare state and open borders and let everybody yeah. rush here and you know again i i I want to treat immigrants and refugees with the same amount of respect as I do anybody else. That's why I didn't even want to make that reference to that, the ants thing. Cause I, I don't, I don't make those two comparisons. They're not like ants. No, that's not right. what I'm saying. I'm saying using that only as a piece of symbolism that look, if you're handing stuff out, people that need handouts are constantly going to be coming, Yeah. but nothing's free. You know, we're going to have to pay for it. Your kids are going to have to pay for it. My kids are going to have to pay for it. Yeah. So is it sustainable? Let's talk about it. And if we can't talk about it, that's a real problem, you know. But I think a lot of what, what's separating everyone on this issue is people saying orange man bad. Never Trump. Never Trump. Never Trump. Never Trump. That's all it is. I think if it was Barack, it would be Nobel Peace Prize time. Has that been discussed in the... No, everything's been discussed. Yeah. But... No, I haven't, I haven't really heard that. that. I just yeah, thought of it today on the I track. Haven't, I haven't really heard that either, and that's an interesting take on that. What do you think, honestly? Do uh, don't you think the headlines would be so different? Yeah, I think we can agree the headlines would be different, right? Because oh, I can agree. People, yeah. I mean, by and large, Trump, uh, Obama was believed to be a successful president. Well, as far as the media was concerned, that's the mainstream sorry, media. Yes, that's my point. As yeah. far as the media goes. And even before I, I was ever kind of privy to any of this stuff or even paying attention to it, I I would have been voting for Barack mm-hmm. for sure. If I was a, a voting citizen in the United States, I would have voted for Barack probably for both terms because I did believe in hope and change, which was his message. I did think, hey, dude, you got... A black president? That's awesome. That's fantastic. And I, it wasn't even because of, I wasn't even thinking slavery. Like slavery has just been slammed into our head in the last, probably since Barack left office, really. Yeah. But before that, it wasn't slavery. It was just like, good. Let a good, like, let a, let a, uh, a, a senator, a, a black, represent the black community. That's fantastic. Like, I was really thinking that was a turned corner in 2008. And, and any time that I'd spent in the United States, I didn't think it was, overly racist and sometimes i was down south in louisiana and i was at a parade that one side was primarily black and the other side was primarily white but i didn't really understand that other than that any time that i've been in the states it's just everyone's kind of with everybody like you could find racism but you'd have to kind of look for it i know people be yelling at the speakers right now if they heard that because maybe they're in their microcosm it's a racist they they see everything from a racist uh, lens yeah. or maybe they actually are anecdotally um, dealing with racism you know I, I've said since the jump I again maybe I, I would assume we can agree in this room Obama from a speaking standpoint is who you would want as, to be a leader agreed I guess I don't care I'm not a guy that cares about that I'm not even trying sure. to argue with you sure I'm just not a guy I used to yes. I remember when Trump got elected yes I probably even said it to you. I was, I literally was like, can we not just have, let's just bring Obama back. Cause I was like, what's going on with North Korea? What's going on with this? Yeah. Especially since the papers had us all thinking it was world war three, his fingers on the button. He's yeah, got, yeah. he's got thin skin. And just as a side note, anybody who says Trump has thin skin is out of their mind because even though he'll go back at you on Twitter, that doesn't mean he's got thin skin that everybody's crazy. If that, 
Right-wingers have had to turn their cheek at every stop in the history of politics. Right. They just say, no, I'm the bigger man. No, I'm the bigger man. Finally, it's like, oh, everyone's racist, everyone's bigot, everyone's this, everyone's that, and always turn the other cheek. Well, guess what? The Republicans went out and elected a, a great white shark. And it was like, you say something to me and I'll come for you. You say something for me and I'll come for you. But the, the, new, the media has, by and large, just tried to take him out at every turn. At every turn. And he it, he hasn't crumbled. I would have crumbled. Yeah. Any, you know, yeah. he hasn't even had a gray hair. He's he's just chugging along just as good as anyone. They say his hands are small. His, they have Stormy Daniel come out and say his dick's yeah. small. Like, <laughs> they have no end. They have no limit to what they'll say about him. And he just keeps chugging along. Oh, got this signed. Oh, got this done. Again, I'm, this, isn't a, this isn't a humongous pro-Trump podcast. I'm, that's not what I'm trying to say. I'm not trying to steer anyone's opinion. And we don't have any voting value anyway, but just in talking about it, it's he makes a little bit of sense to be to be getting the country ahead, at least heading in one direction. He's willing to unite everybody, and and I only see the left, and by and large, I mean the mainstream media, and the campuses, and the education, the academia. I only see them trying to divide everything. I see Trump fighting back a little bit. He's definitely a hammer in search of a nail. There's no question. Sure, he is. If you want to fight, he'll meet you halfway. But, which is what they wanted in the, in, in, but he's also saying, look, I want, I want low unemployment for, for blacks. I want low unemployment for, for Latinos. I want, uh, you know, any problems. I want less black people in jail. I want, you know, he's open on, on working on prison reform. The whole time the media is telling us he's literally, literally Hitler. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So I think if they were spinning that a little different, that wall might go up. Yeah. You know? And that was kind of my point is if Trump came across in a different manner, I wonder how it would be perceived or if this would be it no matter how he was, how he presented himself. You think he had to kiss the ring of the media? Uh, no, I'm just kidding. That's an interesting experiment that I would would have liked to have seen uh, pan out if we could. Yeah, like with regards to your question about don't you like how presidential yeah. Obama was? Yeah, I agree. Right. How pre- that's well said. How presidential Obama was yeah. compared to... To Trump. Yeah. You know, just an aside, I was listening to a, a rally <laughs> today, and it's hard not to laugh. Like, his timing is like a comedian. Actually, I haven't heard too many comedians would have highlight reels like his yeah. lately. Like, that are just perfect timing cracking me up. Today he says... I got because I think he got in trouble for saying somebody had plastic surgery and their face was still bleeding like a year and a half ago. Okay. And so since then he's been steering away from talking about anybody's actual appearance. And he said that in this rally that I heard last night or today. And he's like, you know, I'm really trying not to say this, but you know, I haven't said it for a while. I got in trouble for saying it, but can I just say it one last time? I'm not gonna say it anymore, but I'm gonna say it one last time. And he goes after Adam Schiff, calls him a pencil neck or ugly or something. And his timing is just hilarious. It's like I'm not gonna do it anymore, but I'll do it just one last time. One time. It just made me crack up, and that just speaks to your point. It's like, although I do want my president to be more presidential, and I look forward to a, a more stable ship at some point. But at times, you need somebody in there that's the bull in the china shop. Sure, that seems to be what the. At least the right wing seems to be saying in the United States. That's what I've noticed anyway. All right, so that's where we are. No farther ahead than when we started. I think so. Well, with my position anyway. Yeah. But I think you were always in that second category of of our premise. Yeah. You were always in the, yeah, but let's talk about it. Yeah, we need to enforce (laughs) it, but maybe not a wall. Yeah. So have you changed your position on that at all? No. At all? 
I know. I think for that to have happened, I would have needed some hard data in front of me. How many people are walking across the border? A million a year walking. What's that cost in a dollar figure? And how much is the wall? Well, and then how much would an alternative be to really get me to shift positions? So you're a data guy. You, that's smart. You have to you have to look at it, at the data. But I think you're smart enough to be able to re, to to just do the mental math. Yeah, I'm and gonna, say that many people crossing over, there's a problem. Yes. Like today, just today, tonight, that was trending on Twitter, they were saying uh, New York arrested 30 members of MS-13. What is that? A Mexican drug gang or a, a southern drug gang right, right. came up and, and they snuck into the United States. Yeah. 30 of the gang is in New York City. Yeah. I, the laughing point to me is like there's, I just feel like a wall is... But why? Is it because of the optics? Like, I don't understand. I, yeah. Is it the symbolism towards the southern neighbors of the United, of the Americans? No, no, no. It's more so like I feel like... You're on an efficiency be, level. Yeah, it can be penetrated, and then it's like, well, we just spent all this money to do this. We did it. And so it's, it's the like, logistics of it, yeah, too. Like, it's, it's the it's money like, it's yeah. going to cost as well as the yeah. the uh, the efficiency of the wall. Yeah, like, I feel like if, if he came in, and it's just such a, uh, a brash idea like if he came out and said we're gonna do a motion sensor they must already be doing motion sensor no absolutely and there's still because of that it's manpower is that absolutely the idea? yeah so we put a wall up and then you have of ports of entry and 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 spots spots of entry to cross that yeah i mean on top of the data i'm just a rational thinking so show me the numbers rational, yeah like if it decision. makes sense Damn it. Then Would have been better could, if I had the numbers then. You could then. probably pull me there. I'll have to know that going forward. All right, well, I think I'm... Just on this one, I'm still so torn. So I'm somewhere between two and three. I, I'm 50-50, 100% 50-50. because I don't love the idea of building a great big wall if, if all you're going to do is tear it down in 20 years. Yeah. That's it. But I don't... I've heard from a lot of people on the border, and they are for the wall. Right. You know, so it, it all comes down to uh, is it going to is it is it is it a problem that needs to be fixed permanently? Right. Me? Anyway, all right. Well, that's going to be it for another episode of the Rorschach Show. Thanks everybody for listening and and uh, subscribing and liking, um, following us on YouTube and at tw on Twitter. Uh, and that'll be it for another episode of the Rorschach Show. Words. I got a voice that you never heard. Maybe not never, cause you heard crying. Communication's tough, but I'm sure trying. But I'm sure trying. Trying. But I'm sure trying. Sure trying. Sure trying.